0: The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one.
1: We can touch on that at the end of the show. We might as well get into the meat and potatoes while that game uh, continues on on our television. So every week, you know, on this show, this film review show, I rank my top three quarterback performances of the week. Today is no different. So let's get involved with some spicy QB action Uh, for my number one quarterback performance of the week. uh, Kyle, did you see the dolphins game? Uh, who they play? I forgot. (laughs) I believe they played the San Francisco 49ers, who is the team that you are so fortunate to cover right now in these tumultuous times. Uh, Look, I I pigeonholed Ryan Fitzpatrick onto this list not too long ago, but this time I think he really deserves it. And Kyle, you can uh, agree with me or disagree, but 22 for 28, 350 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 12.5 12.5 yards per attempt. This was not dink and duck stuff, man. And super accurate with his guys making plays for him, too. We've cited CPOE before or completion percentage over expectation by next gen stats. Fitzpatrick was plus 13.3% on the day leading the week five slate. And I don't know about you, Kyle, but I- I've seen a lot of Fitzpatrick. And part of why that is, is because he torched the Eagles in two consecutive years while with the Bucs and Dolphins doing the same thing that he did to the 49ers. And I know that Fitzpatrick is such a hot hand type of guy that if he comes out and on the first play of the game, as he did here, he sees one-on-one on on the outside with a single high safety in the middle of the field. We know he's taking that shot. And that's the beauty and the horror of Fitz, right? Pre-snap picture, Fitz is great at identifying the matchup. If the picture of the defense gives him changes after the snap, He goes from, like, Harvard smart to, like, the guy that dropped out of DeVry University. (laughs) However, the 49ers were banked up at cornerbacks, so they couldn't really do a whole lot to challenge him mentally. But again, he comes out first play. He sees that throw, throws up the equivalent of a heat check rainbow bomb to the sideline to Preston Williams. Preston Williams rewards him by winning that on a 47-yard gain. Like, there is zero chance you're stopping Fitz for the rest of the day at that point. Or he's throwing four picks. Who knows? Because he gets out of pocket real quick. But either way, he's going to let it rip for the entire game. And when he's hot, it is so damn fun to watch, unless, of course, you're Kyle. And Kyle, my main question to you, and I'm going to timestamp some throws for the listeners. I put them up on the, on Twitter already. But Brian, Brian Allen, right? This was his sequence of events. He got picked on real hard. First quarter, 13-37, 47-yard shot to Preston Williams to the left against Brian Allen. First quarter, 728, 28 28-yard shot to Devontae Parker to the right. Brian Allen in coverage. Second quarter. 1039, 19-yard back shoulder fade to Preston Williams on the left sideline. Brian Allen again. Second quarter, 925. Defensive pass interference by Brian Allen on a shot play to Preston Williams on the right sideline. Second quarter, 735. 22-yard touchdown to Devontae Parker on the left sideline. Again, Brian Allen in coverage. Essentially, Fitzpatrick was playing Where's Waldo with Brian Allen, and the man could not escape. And I honestly wanted to reach the film and give the man a hug. What the hell happened there, Kyle?
0: Yeah, I felt bad for him. So the 49ers are down to their 6 turn cornerback, and they called up Allen the day before the game. To simplify things, they entered the game playing two-man coverage. And instead of having a safety over the top to help out their practice squad corner, they had a safety over the top to help out Jason Verrett. And as you could imagine, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ivy League smart guy,
1: uh, <laughs> took advantage
0: of Real big brain to figure that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> took advantage of that. Like there's no he's he's in press coverage with essentially the entire field, the entire half of the field against Devontae freaking Parker or Preston Williams, who's a good receiver. Yeah. And he's Monsters. losing on these routes within one to two steps and you have to give Fitzpatrick credit because he he did black out and he is making some big time throws he had one throw where he got hit he just got hammered on a cover two throw through the post anticipated it you really like to see that but Allen didn't stand much of a chance his coaches didn't really put him in a position to succeed but I mean well I imagine that is going to be the last time we see Allen in an NFL uniform
1: so what is the situation with the 49ers cornerback room? Because I'm going to stick there for a second. Uh, Akello Weatherspoon was healthy but was not playing to start the game but then ended up playing 41 snaps after, uh, I believe, the Dolphins went up 21-7, to seven, if I'm not mistaken. I know they're banged up as well. What does that cornerback room look like moving forward?
0: So Richard Sherman was supposed to return this coming Sunday against the Rams, but he had a setback, so he's going to probably be out another couple weeks. Emmanuel Mosley, who also entered the season as a starter, has been in the concussion protocol for two and a half weeks. Shanahan said he's optimistic that he will return against the Rams. Witherspoon, yeah, was supposed to be the emergency cornerback, and they rolled with the practice squad guy instead. So if you are healthy enough to play, he was active. You would think that he would at least try to play to start the game. And if he can't go, then he can't go. Pull him. But yeah, Pulling him after after Allen was just getting torched, like and to those num those uh, throws that you referenced, he's not anywhere like he's not within arm distance of the receiver at any time. Like he's not finding the ball. The very last throw that you referenced, was third and goal from the 22-yard line, and he's in press coverage. Like, What else do you need to know? Press coverage with no safety help after you've been burnt all game. Yeah, he he didn't give himself much of a chance either. He just didn't find the ball at
1: all. Right. These are kind of like technically contested catches, I guess, but he had no chance at making a play on those in the air. Like, he's just kind of in the area. And and look, whenever I see – and I saw another play that went over a guy with the number 47. I believe Brian Allen was wearing 48. When you're playing two guys at cornerback, they were 47 and 48 you're going to have some problems. That's just the rules. This hashtag jersey number analytics.
0: You should not be on the field if you are wearing number 40. On that play specifically, Jamar Taylor looked like a little leaguer catching a pop fly that had no idea where the ball was, no idea how to track the ball. just got turned around. It was ugly.
1: You know exactly what play I'm talking about too, yeah. Unless you're Marlon Humphrey, the 40s just do not work, which is crazy that he's the outlier.
0: Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.